As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Let's suppose, just for the sake of the discussion, that you live in a country that has 800,000 sheep. And that those 800,000 sheep happen to be two and a half times the population of people in that country. You know what those sheep make a lot of? Yes, 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 wool. I know. You know what else they make a lot of? That's right. Poo. Sheep dung. What in the world does that have to do with whiskey? Yeah, stay tuned. The Whiskey Mistress, and it's her show. She knows about whiskey and stuff. Hi, this is Debbie Shoker on Believe in the Whiskey Mistress on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? brought to my attention that actually it was mom thanks mom <laughs> i appreciate the appreciate the insight um that there's something really interesting going on in two places on our planet that just really surprised me and piqued my interest to to the nth degree one is happening in iceland and it's at the emverk e-m no elmverk e-l-m-v-e-r-k distillery um it's a 100 icelandic rye and it's called the Floki, uh, F-L-O-K-I, Floki Islands Young Malt Sheep Dung Smoked Reserve. That's right. You heard me right. Sheep poo. Sheep dung. Um, it, it's, a, it's a completely grain-to-glass product. Uh, the Icelandic rye has to be really, really hardy to survive the very, very short, warm seasons. Um, and they even, the, the people at the Elmverk Distillery even designed and built their own copper still. And this seems to be a recurring theme among people who use sheep dung um, in their whiskey process. And Iceland, Iceland is that place. It has 800,000 sheep, which is two and a half times the human population. And through the years, through the centuries, I'm sure, They've been using sheep dung for generations to smoke things. To, uh, it's a fuel. 
for the fires. Generations, oh, it's a generations old tradition of smoking food and for the fires in their homes. It's a great source of fuel. And what the Floki, <laughs> what the Elmberg uh, distillery is doing is they're using the sheep dung as the fuel for the fires that dry the malt. And no, it doesn't make it taste like poo. And there's no poo in your whiskey. They're just using the smoke from those fires. They use, uh, and here's a word I came across. I don't even know if it's real. Pyroscatology. How about that? <laughs> I hope it's real. I want to use it. But the aroma, I have not had the the pleasure of trying this, nor the other one that I'm going to tell you about. They're really difficult to get hold of. For one thing, uh, I don't believe that they're allowed to ship directly to you from either Iceland or from Tasmania, which we'll talk about in a moment. But if you can find it online through some other, uh, from through some other portal, I would love to hear what you think of it. Now, from the best I can find, it's got a really grassy aroma, metallic aroma, sort of leather and earthy. And I can certainly understand why it would be earthy because the, um, well, sheep dung, huh? And that the finish on it is spicy. It's a really short finish, but it's spicy and then turns really ashy and smoky, which I also would understand given the fuel that's used for those fires to dry the malt. Now think about it. In Scotland, they, they, Dry the barley malt with the smoke and the heat from peat-fueled fires, and the barley malt absorbs the peatiness and imparts it to the finished product. Well, fortunately, the sheep dung doesn't make the whiskey taste like poo, but it does give it that grassiness and that earthiness. I think it just sounds fascinating, and I want to try it so, 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 so much. But believe it or not, Iceland is not the only place they're doing this. Uh, they're also doing it here at the Belgrove Distillery in Tasmania. And let me tell you, Tasmania, New Zealand, and Australia are really up and coming in the whiskey industry. They're making some wonderful products. But Belgrove Distillery in Tasmania, it's, it's uh, run by Peter Bignall. And here again, this is another grain-to-glass product. He, his, his process is so green. He uses the water from the roofs of his, apparently many, sheds on the property for the process of his whiskey making. And of course he filters it and cleans it and so on. Um, he uses a biodiesel, a cooking oil from a roadhouse next to his farm for a lot of other, a lot of other things there in his uh, facility. And he uses the spent grain, the spent mash. He feeds that to the sheep. And then the sheep poop. And he uses the poop, the dung. I'm sorry, I won't be a little child about it. He uses the dung <laughs> to, uh, to smoke the malt. Again, it's just amazing. It's described as, um, I've read it described as a young malt spiked with tequila. So again, on the aroma, this is what I'm reading because I haven't, I haven't tasted it, but I've read about it. Again, a grassy, earthy aroma. Uh, the one from Belgrove, um, I have to tell you what it's called. And I debated whether or not to rate my uh, podcast explicit or not, simply because of what I'm about to say. And I thought, no, because people who shouldn't be listening to this word wouldn't be listening anyway. 
It's called Holy Shit. Holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, shit. Young Malt. Can you believe that? And you'll never hear me say that word again on air. Yeah. Um, it's grassy and earthy, but this one also has an aroma of honey and oats and cloves. And I'm told the finish on this one somehow is vanilla cookie-ish. So yeah, I want to try that one. And, and Peter Bignall, there at Belgrove, he's doing some amazing things. Not only does he have this one, the one that's smoked with the sheep dung, he's also got a hopped malt. He has a Belgrove rye. He has a Belgrove oat whiskey. And if you want to taste something amazing, try an oat whiskey. And he's got a Belgrove black rye. He's got a grappa and white rye. Uh, he's got, uh, oh, the grappa and white rye, he uses that as a base for a coffee liqueur. I mean, I may talk about craft whiskey as it applies to America, but this is happening all over the world. You have these creative, fascinatingly passionate people who are going to extremes to create remarkably good whiskey and other spirits too. I just happen to mostly talk about whiskey. So I wanted to tell you about this because I thought it's probably something you don't know about. Again, if you have tasted this, I want to hear from you. Please send me a message at believeinthewhiskeymistress at gmail.com. That's believe, B-L-E-A-V, in the whiskey, with an E, mistress, at gmail.com. A little bit about what I've been doing. Um, I, I came across some projects that I needed to do, and the computer that I had was not going to be up to it. Um, and so I decided, and I had been uh, cajoled quite a bit over the, the last couple of years, that I needed a new computer, and I just resisted. Most of the time, computers don't last me more than two years anyway. I was waiting for this one to completely, completely just, you know, die and crash. And even, even to the point that my numbers, my number buttons, one, two, three, and four, I spilled some coffee on it several months back and the one, two, and three, four buttons don't work. And I have to go this through this elaborate thing to copy and paste the digits. And it's, it's, it's really, it's terrible. Um, but I finally decided I've got to get a new computer because it's the only way I'm going to be able to get these projects done. So I did. And the computer came just in the nick of time and we opened it and uh, we were trying to get it to work and the operating system completely, completely crashed. <laughs> Brand new. And, and the, the mouse pad won't work, the touchpad. So, um, even uh, a computer repair guy, he looked at it and looked at it and looked at it and said, nope, 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 nothing I can do. I, th I don't even know what this has to do with whiskey except it made me want to drink more. Just kidding, kind of. So I was just telling you what I've been doing. And, and so I had to order another one. And by this time, it's past the nick of time. And my projects are going to be uh, overdue. Um, but this is really long-winded way of saying, I have a new computer. This really handy-dandy, wonderful computer. Um, I can actually start to use a different editing program. And yet, I'm using this old computer as I speak to you right now, because I'm so familiar with it, and I'm so, so familiar with the uh, the sound editing program that I use for the podcast, and I just wasn't sure. I picked up the new computer, and I meant to come in here and start recording on it, and, and I thought, well, no. <laughs> no, I'm not set in my ways. Bite your tongue. I don't know what you're talking about. That having been said, I hope 
that you and yours are all very safe and very, very well. Um, I've had 10 family members contract this horrible, horrible virus that the world's battling. So um, they've all recovered, thank God. Um, I, But I want to tell you all that I, I hope you're staying very safe. And uh, I guess uh, we'll talk again next week. Thanks for listening. The Whiskey Mistress And it's a show She knows about whiskey and stuff You know So don't miss this mistress's show As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.